Hello, welcome back to the Shellheads podcast. Uh, my name is Sergio. Uh, I'm here with my buddy Jeff. We are the hosts of the Shellheads podcast. And as always, uh, canonically speaking, we talk about Ninja Turtles. Uh, we This is our first uh, post-Mutant Mayhem uh, episode. Uh, it's, it's, it's a new dawn, a new, a new, a new day. We, we, we have stepped past the threshold into the future, Jeff. The future. How has your two weeks been? It's been a while. It's been pretty good. Uh, trying not to go outside uh, at all. Oh, yes, it's uh, still very hot. This evening it was kind of okay. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be in the 60s in the morning. I'm like, what? 60s? What? I Maybe? I don't know. I was like, what kind of voodoo is this? I was is, like, that, okay. is, that, is that you, Autumn? Are you here already? Huh? Please just show up soon uh, like i know talking about the weather is like the least interesting thing to do on a podcast it's just in the year of our lord 2023 the weather is trying to kill us yep just with so, heat just with heat. yeah so. yeah exactly like you know think of the sun from mario brothers 3 all mm-hmm. the time all the time it's horrible it's absolutely let's move on let's move on huh. uh, we have to get business out of the way up front um, you sent me a text yesterday about um a graded turtles book that you have. No, no, that's no business. That's off the plate. No, 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 that's no, you know, it's business. It's business. What, what, what exactly was was the the the, the text? Uh, well, so I was checking um on online uh the uh the prices for graded uh, CGC uh, original Mirage Turtles books. And I have several, um, some first printings uh, of like number two, maybe four through four, then I think Raphael. But I have a graded copy of the second printing of TMNT number one. And it is graded at an 8.0. And and I I discovered... uh, the value of said book. <laughs> I spit my drink out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Without without giving what the quote unquote value is, uh, I immediately then jokingly offered you a thousand bucks for it right now, cash. Yeah, yeah. Your, and of course, I said no. <laughs> yeah, yours was your answer was nope. With one, two, three. I think that's nine nine O's in the word nope. Yeah. Uh, I then replied with uh, fifteen hundred. There were eight O's. Uh, since we're recording, I'm going to officially offer you $2,000 because that is one of the only books I don't have that I want. Triple noop. <laughs> $2,000 in your hand tomorrow, sir. No, thank you. <sighs> I think I've got a third printing, maybe. I've got I've got a third. Pr- Everyone has a third printing, Jeff. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the real kicker is that I paid $70 uh, for this book at a local comic shop. Um, and just think about the profit you would be making if I gave you 1500 bucks for it right now. And no, thank you. Uh, cause that baby grew exponentially, uh, since, <laughs> since I had it graded. I was like, I was like, I looked at it like, Oh, okay. That's not bad. And it was all of a sudden, what? <laughs> so yeah, $2,000, not my final offer. $2,000. 
we 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 got that baby locked away in a nice safety deposit box in an undisclosed location. Um, I, I feel like Rocket Raccoon right now. I'm just like, I'll get yeah. that book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna make you a, an offer you can't refuse at some point. I will get that book. Uh, well, I, I guess let's get to less um, serious topics and move on to. It's time to check that bodacious box. Okay, Jeffrey Q. Hubrinsky. What's what's in your box? Uh, so I don't, I don't know your middle name. So just until the end of time, it's Q. Uh, I like that. Uh, Quincy Q. Ball. Quincy. You know, that's like uh, Quinn. I like that. Either, either of those is fine. Um, <laughs> so I'm a big uh, coffee drinker, and I, you know, among everything else under the sun, I collect uh, mugs. And there was uh, there's a company called Silver Buffalo who makes fantastic mugs. And I didn't know that they had made uh, Ninja Turtles mugs. And there was one that was – I was just Googling you know, 20-ounce TMNT mugs. And this image popped up. It's a beautiful black mug with uh, the, the ooze green on the inside. And it's like – almost kind of like uh, the Select, the Turtle Select from the, uh, the arcade games. It's the '80s turtles, but they're not—they're um, not the same overused artwork that we're always used to seeing. Um, I'll have to dig up an image for you and and uh, and find it. Okay. Um, but they look angry, and it's just—it's like a splash, kind of like a cool-looking, you know. It's almost like the shredder kind of ripped down a, a comic book page, and they and revealed each turtle. Well, congratulations on your mug purchase. Oh, thank you. It was I had to jump through some hoops to get that. Originally, you get a I found coffee it. Coffee mug? What? Yeah, because well, they don't make it anymore. It's not. Uh, it came out in like 2016. Uh, um, okay. Well, Jeff, is there anything else in your box? Oh, there is. I totally forgot uh, to mention that uh, I ventured forth. Uh, I've actually ventured out to our local Walmart and uh, just couldn't take it. I had to have these figures. So saw this huge, huge display comb through uh, all the figures they have out. And it was like, and bent, 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 and perfect pull out. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all, all four turtles. I got an extra Michelangelo. I uh, not related. I found a RoboCop too, and he came home. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> While I was there, I actually saw him like, is that Hamato Yoshi and Saki? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's been there for months. Yep. I, so I'm like, I didn't get that one. Yeah, there's uh, there, there, there's a whole bunch of, of NECA stuff that hasn't moved at the local Walmart. <laughs> a whole bunch. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I had to have these. Oh, get a, get Master Splinter and you know probably you know, Superfly or something. A little later. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I've got stuff in my box. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go through. A lot of these are real stupid, but I'm going I'm to go through them real quick. Uh, so we announced a few episodes back that there was going to be a special Hot Topic exclusive Neon Casey Jones pop figure. Oh, yeah. Well, our Hot Topic has a few of them. Oh, cool. 
So now I own one. It's it's dumb. I shouldn't have bought it, but if I'm trying to get all the pop figures, whatever. It was retail price, so I'm, I, I didn't have to chase it. So, uh, let's see. Also, speaking of buying stuff at retail, uh, have you heard of the store Five Below? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's it, Five Below is kind of like a Dollar Tree. Where instead of everything being a dollar twenty-five, everything is basically five dollars. And while sometimes you get some really cool stuff for five dollars, other times you get really trash stuff for five dollars. Sometimes you get right like the exact dollar for value. Uh, and in this, uh, we, we talked about the the Funko Mini Mystery Minis a few episodes mm-hmm. ago that they're selling in blind boxes. Well. Apparently, Five Below bought a bunch of those and contracted them to put them put them in, you know, Five Below boxes, and they're not blind boxes. You could just go to Five Below and buy all four of the Turtles, April, and Splinter from that run without having to guess who's going to be in the box. So that's a plus, and they're just five bucks. That's cool. Uh, also, I got Kino with bike. Uh, cool. The the Neca. Two, I guess that is technically a two-pack uh, from directly from the NECA store. They had the the San Diego Comic Con sale, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to use the word disappointed because I'm not disappointed. I just don't get. I don't get it. Like it was a box inside of a bigger box. Like you know, they sold it. As the, you know, in, in the standard two pack box. And then that was inside of a pizza box. And inside of the pizza box was like a T-shirt, like an employee of the month print, uh, a, a, like a magnet, just a bunch of knickknack crap that I'm never going to use. And I guess they felt that since this is San Diego Comic-Con, we can charge you a hundred bucks for this box of garbage in a figure. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, so I, I'm not super happy with all of the superfluous stuff that it came with, uh-huh. and the figure is just fine. Like, if if Danny is the worst of the movie figures, this is better than him, but yeah. not as good as the Turtles. Well, he's appropriate size. He seems the appropriate size, and but but the bike just seems overkill. Like we didn't need that. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. getting more Kinos. So, yeah. And and all of the all of the knickknack knacky crap is uh, I wish I had it in front of me right now. I don't. But it's all like advertisements for the fake pizza shop that he works at in the movie. Yeah. So it's not like if you wear the shirt, someone on the street is going to be like, nice, cool shirt, because the reference is so, so specific that it's just a shirt for a fake pizza place. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's. Again, it's pointless. Um, I also got the NECA TMNT 3 Turtles 4-pack. Nice. Uh, that one, the, the one that was part of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives again. That one, I did not want to pull the trigger on at first, just because mm-hmm. I've been buying the 2-packs of all of those. And I didn't want to break tradition and buy a four pack that, and it's cool that it's packaged in like the, the old VHS box looking thing. 
And yeah. while that is a fancy way to package the stuff, it doesn't work well for displaying thing like displaying the figures. Mm-hmm. So it's not I, that there's a reason I haven't been buying those. <laughs> yeah. Um, but someone in a turtles form convinced me that there's no guarantee these are going to hit two packs. They haven't been announced this movie. No one really likes this movie. There there's they're really beefy figures with a lot of plastic, so they may not want to go wide with the distribution on it. So I went ahead and bought it under the assumption that when it hits the two packs in Walmart, I'll get those and sell this. I I hope we get the two packs because I did not pull the trigger and, you know, I've got all the other ones finally. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I really stop with the team and T three hate people. Stop it. <laughs> how about this how about this when uh when the two packs come out i'll buy myself a couple two packs and then i'll s- give you the neca the the the, the four pack and fifteen hundred dollars and you can give me See, that I, uh, knew, I knew you were gonna do that, that. comic nope nope. <laughs> nope no okay all right all right all right well, we're still working on this uh also the last thing i got was uh you know when mutant mayhem hit theaters there was all kinds of in in theater stuff. One of the things that was in a um, I think it was in AMC theaters. I'm not quite sure what what chain had it, but it, it was basically a comic book that had like a history of the Ninja Turtles uh, forward in it. And then it had uh, let me just go get it so I can look at it. I'll be right back. OK, it was an exclusive comic. Yeah. Printed by IDW. I don't see that it has the the theater chain that it was given away at. I don't think it was for sale. But yeah, it has a brief history of the turtles in the front, which is like a it's like a four page write up. So it's it's pretty pretty big. It's uh written by Jim Sorensen and it is apparently a uh it's like a segment of the book The Art of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem that's coming out. So that's that's a like a really cool thing for them, them to be handing out at theaters. But after that, it's got a cover gallery of a bunch of classic Turtles covers, right? But there doesn't seem to be any logical consistency as to what covers they included. Because as I flip through it, I'm just going to read off what covers they are. And you tell me if you see any patterns, okay? There's the original cover to the first book, right? Then there's the cover to Saturday Morning Adventures, number four. Then there's the Armageddon Game, The Alliance, number six. The Best of TMNT Collection, volume three. Saturday Morning Adventures, number three. Mutanimals, number three. IDW Book 132, cover A. Like, it's... All of these are... It's... A really weird selection of books that they put the covers in here for. Book 100 from IDW, uh, number 58 from TMNT Adventures. So I, I I don't know what their mindset was when picking these out. Maybe it was let's try to get covers with the characters in Mutant Mayhem in it, but I don't know if that's really. <laughs> I don't know if they did. They were successful in doing that. I don't know. It's it's just real weird. It's a cool little piece that I have now. I, I don't see that it has much use, but it's cool. I like it. 
yeah, I got it for like four bucks. You know, just to when I heard it existed, I had to track it down. Um, the last thing that I have is I actually pulled the trigger and bought some of the TMNT cereal. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Drek? Enjoying some Drek food? It's, um, like, I'm not a super huge cereal guy. Like, I do enjoy cereals, but I have my favorites that I kind of stick to. This, these, this, this turtle cereal is abysmal, and I don't hate any cereal. Like, I'll eat any, you know, there's, there's just some that are better than others, but this is bad food. Like, the the marshmallows that, in, that are in it don't seem very sweet, and then the discs that aren't marshmallows are the cinnamon slop. It's just, it's bad. Don't eat it. Don't buy it. Don't eat it. Or yeah. buy it as a collector's item if you're going to buy it for any, any reason. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. That's what's in Sergio's box. Yeah. Uh, and we have a lot to talk about, so let's just keep the train rolling. What's next, Jeff? It's time for Secret of the News. Ah. We have a lot of news, so let's get started. Uh, you want to start with the big stuff or the small stuff? Let's, uh, let's do the small stuff and lead up to the big stuff. Okay. Uh, do you know who Titmouse is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, tell me about Titmouse. They've been doing all kinds of shows uh, on like Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Uh, you know, like Megas XLR, Metalocalypse, Afro Samurai, Venture Brothers, you know, uh, stuff like that. Okay. Um, and... Uh, they, well, they actually did a the um, Half Shell Heroes Blast of the Past in 2015 uh, for Nickelodeon. Hmm. Okay. Um, so what are they doing now? They will actually now be working on the new Paramount Plus series Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is the continuation uh, from Mutant Mayhem. That's cool. Um, do we have any other details on that? Not really. Not really. Um, most recent shows that they worked on were, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks and the, uh, Beavis and Butthead, uh, revival. And they do, they do really good work. So it looks like it's going to be 2D animation, which is fine, you know, uh, it, but it's, it's odd that they're just now post, they're, they're posting, what is this, like, Job listings. Job listings. Yeah. That I feel like they should have been doing this two years ago. They really should have, but they probably wanted to wait and see, you know, how the box office was going to do first. I don't know. Once they've been hired, they should. I'm not, I'm not a businessman, so I guess they're going to do it at the speed that they need to do it. Right. So. All right. Well, cool. 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 Yeah. Um, the next piece of news uh, is speaking of new, mutant mayhem. Uh, what's up with the Jim Henson's creature shop? Oh, uh, this is really cool. They actually uh, have a team that did the uh, walking around suits uh, for the premieres uh, of the film, and I'm like, you know, they look very Muppet-like, and I'm like, I was right. <laughs> 
they yeah, look the, amazing. Yeah, they're they're really good suits. But I but I feel like Jim Henson's creature shop making basically mascot suits for the turtles is a like that's a softball. That's probably very easy for them. Yeah. Yeah. But they do look great. Like if I saw these at a at a theme park or something, I would absolutely want to take a picture with them. Oh, one hundred percent. Like they got everything down to like the way their weapons look. Like every finite little detail. I'm like, ah, oh, God, you love you love the artists. Yeah, yeah. This they look great. Um, so a little bit of this is kind of news, kind of not news, kind of somebody had a conversation with somebody and they reported it as news, and then that person said, "Yo, that's the kind of yeah." It's so uh, Ron Corsiello, Cor- Corsiello. Is that how you say that? Sounds about right. Yeah, he was what? One of the animators or one of the writers on Rise? Um, Writer. He was a writer. He was a writer on Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the the website Cartoon Base had a interview, a QA and a with him. And basically what the, the, the only real piece of information that came out of this that is interesting is that he mentioned that rise isn't canceled it's on pause which is a really creative way of saying hey the show's canceled but you know when when followed up with on twitter he said it's unlikely they're going to renew it for a third season at least anytime soon because they are focusing on mutant mayhem stuff right now yeah like that's kind of like been the case with like some other stuff like on cartoon network like Samurai Jack wasn't canceled. They just, you know, <laughs> waited 15 years. <laughs> well, you know, they just they were never told it was canceled or whatever. So it was like, okay, well, I guess we're done. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, um, yeah. It's so, kind of weird how some of that works in the industry. It re- it really is, and it's really weird that like at, at the height of mutant mayhem news. You know, like it, it, we're literally a maelstrom of turtle stuff is happening right now that has nothing to do with Rise. And somehow Rise raises its hand and says, hey, look at us. We're still here. Yeah. And so for all of you out there listening. Tweet your local congressman to renew Rise. <laughs> well, that and also watch all of it plus the movie because it is fantastic. Um, you know what else you can give a, give a chance? Turtles 3? Skateboarding. Skateboarding? Yeah. Have you heard of Bear Walker? See. Yeah, me neither. I had never never heard of Bear Walker, for the record. My mind immediately went to just a dude in a bear costume just walking around town. (laughs) I was thinking, I was thinking, like, Walker, Texas Ranger in a bear costume. Man, that's, yeah. (laughs) That'd work, too. I really don't know anything about skateboarding like merch but apparently bear walker has released a mutant mayhem themed skate deck and a lot of people use skate decks as like you know wall decor and it's a really cool looking skate deck that is very much in the vein of mutant mayhem so it's cool there'll be a link in the show notes if you want to check that out i don't know how much how much do skate decks run like a 100 bucks i don't know that seems right something like that uh, two hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa, boy. 
you were kind of close. <laughs> it's, it's sold out, so oh well. Um, speaking of skating, uh, talk, tell me about Session, Jeff. Session uh, Skate Sim is basically kind of like uh, you know a '90s throwback uh, to experiencing the skateboarding culture. Uh, and yes, I'm reading the the description verbatim because <laughs> I've not played it. <laughs> So it's kind of like a, an open world skating uh, game, and um, they've added the Mutant Mayhem Turtles uh, to the game as a, uh, like a free DLC. Uh, you have to purchase the Turtles costumes with in-game currency. I think they're about 500 bucks each, I think, if I remember correctly from watching a video mm-hmm. um, on it. Um I'm tempted to get this just for that. And it's not just uh, the Turtles costumes. I think there's other like uh, board decks and I think there's like some outfits, uh, like some shirts and stuff too, I think maybe. Um, I'd have to uh, double check. But um, who wouldn't want to skate around as the Turtles? Now, this isn't the first time that they showed up in a skate game. There's another game that they showed up. It was the um, uh, Mutants in Manhattan designs uh, that showed up in a game. They were, were oh were they in Tony Hawk Five is 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 that where I they were? think so because Tony Hawk Five was terrible. Um, this looks really good. Well, I don't know if it plays well. I don't know much about Session. I've, I've heard that it it's 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 fine, but it these turtles look really cool. Yeah, and apparently there's a new map. Like, I dig this a lot. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. like, you know, get that on sale and try it out. Oh, and, and se- you can get session pretty cheap if you're willing to buy it used. Mm-hmm. Like twenty-seven bucks. It's not bad. I think it's also new. Twenty-seven bucks too. No, new. It looks like it's fifty bucks. Not where I shop. Well, not everyone can buy stuff off the back of a truck, Jeff. I mean, this is true, but I know a guy. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at GameStop. Brand new. New is fifty dollars right now. So. On PS4, or PS5. PS5. Uh, well, there's a lot of video game stuff we can talk about uh, in, in, in the news category. Um, <laughs> TMNT got added to Minecraft. Yeah, finally. It, finally? Finally. Was Does it feel like it should have been inevitable? Uh, yeah. All right. They look I mean, real they've stupid. They've added everything else. They look real dumb. They do. Now, remember... Minecraft doesn't have nearly as much stuff added to it as, uh, what's the what's the other one? Uh, Fortnite. Right. Which I don't think the turtles are in Fortnite, are they? No. Um, this oh wow, this looks so much like Minecraft. I hate this so much. You'll get it. No, no, I'm not going to get this. This DLC is this, if, well. I don't know if this is story DLC. I might buy it. Let's see. In the DLC, you'll be saving in New York City from Shredder while battling enemies like Leatherhead. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably get this because I have a I have a teenage boy, so that means I automatically own three different copies of Minecraft. So I'll only have to buy the DLC. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um. There is a big piece of. Uh, game news do you want to do you want to run with that 
Yes, let's. Okay. Oh, oh actually, I'm taking I'm taking that lead now. Well, I, I actually I'm looking at the at the news here. There's it depends on what you count as big news. Team and T skins came to Street Fighter Six. Yeah, like at first I was like, oh yeah, oh what? <laughs> Why? Is it it's because like, of what they look it's like? It's like well, no, it's not that. It's like, oh, yeah, free cake, free cake, chocolate. Oh, vanilla. <laughs> Instead of chocolate. Um, they're costumes. They're not porting over via, uh, you know, uh, dimensional uh, rift uh, or anything like that. Uh they're not joining, you know, the ranks of like what they did in Injustice 2 when they just could fight everybody. Um, yeah, your character gets turtle skins. I mean, it's fine, but I'm just like, you all kind of wasted a big opportunity here. Did they like the cost? I feel like the co- it's fine. Because isn't there a character creator in, in the game anyway? Yeah, I mean, you could run around in the game as a Ninja Turtle. I mean, that's cool. You can't use any of their weapons. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah, that's part of the costume, right? Mm, I didn't think that it was. I don't know. Let me look at let me look at their uh, some some uh, footage here because I think you can. Like, that's not the 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 part that sucks about this, at least in my mind. Um, ten minutes of gameplay. That's what I'm watching too. Give me a fight. Doesn't look like he's using his weapons. That's really stupid. Okay. Oh, Jeff, you might be right on this one. I don't see any weapons usage, which I guess would be consistent with the characters themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, this is real dumb. But the worst part is like it's super expensive. Yeah, but with, like, in-game currency. The, no, it's, like, you can buy them with real money. Oh, I thought you could do both. Let me see, let me see. The Team and T costumes featuring the Turtles were released August 8th at a price of $15 each, or 750 fighter coins. So, to get all four of them, you would have to pay 60 bucks. Um, and I feel, feel like fighter coins are pretty hard to uh, to earn. It, the, the DLC cost almost as much as the game itself. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, especially if you can't use their weapons. Like, come on, bro. <sighs> yeah, the pr- the price is what really shocked me on that one. Um, but that's not the only game the Turtles are coming to. Uh, there's yet another one. Mm-hmm. Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Have you played Fall Guys? I have not played Fall Guys yet. I haven't either, but it's apparently it's popular with the youths. <laughs> uh, the youths. What's a what's uh, a ute? What's what's a ute? What's a grit? Um, and you know the Fall Guys, like the guys in Fall Guys, are they called Fall Guys? See again, I don't know. I haven't I, played it. Yeah, I don't know. Like they're these bean-looking dudes. Um. They're adorable. And the turtles skins, or the turtle characters that they've announced, they're a living nightmare. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like the it's fine. They're fine. They're fine. Like it's it's just 
they really, really had to go out of their way to cram the Turtles designs into these little bean characters. Like, it took some work. So I guess, congratulations, you did it. But at no point did they question whether or not it should be done. So, if you play Fall Guys, now you can play Fall Guys as the Turtles. Uh, Okay, now the final video game news. Tell me about the last Ronin teaser trailer. Very, very just like no gameplay footage. Uh, But, you know, a lead up to uh, in uh, what looks to be like, you know, a development image. Um, And, you know, we all we, we can't tell much by that that imagery, of course, you know. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like if they, if they had been developing this for three years or two years or whatever, you know, we should have a little bit more than just this. I don't think they haven't been working on it. There's no way they've been working on it for three years. Well, you know what I mean? That standard, that standard time, um, for development. Well, standard time nowadays is like five years. I don't know. I, the most important thing we got out of this was who the actual developer of the game is. And, of course, we, we were speculating, oh, it could be this. Oh, it could be this. And it's not. Who, who's the developer on it? Um, Black Forest. Black Forest Games. And I, I don't want to say that they're a bunch of scrubs, but... They have yet to really prove that they can make a quote-unquote triple-A game, which is what we were promised, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or at least that was the speculation. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's supposedly, you know, inspired by the gameplay or the game of, of, God, of War, God of War, the the reboot. That's all good and well. You can say that with words, but to actually recreate a experience like that is extremely difficult. It takes a lot of money and a lot of time. That's why they don't they're those kinds of games aren't dropping left and right, right? Yeah. And Black Force games, their their most recent credits are what? A couple of uh like remasters or re- remakes of Dis- remakes Destroy All of, Humans? Yeah, both both Destroy All Humans 1 and 2. And they were really good remakes. I, yeah, but that does a remake is very different from an original game. Like, true. True. Cuz all you're doing is updating an established gameplay system, graphic system, art style. Like you're just moving it to the to, to, to today. They're having to, you know, take the comic book, adapt that art style into the video game, make a competent actual fight system, along with building a world around it that you actually want to be in and experience. I, like, I hope it does well. I'm I'm very cautiously optimistic just because as much as I love turtles and video games, this seems like a marriage that should work, but they haven't proven that they can do anything really hard yet. Right. Like we don't want another, uh, out of the shadows on our hands. Yeah. 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 There's none of these games. And I can guarantee you right now, I'm saying it with, I've already said it before. On this podcast, this is not going to be a triple-A game. Right. Period. It's not going to happen. Like, that doesn't mean it's going to be bad. That doesn't mean it's not going to be something I want to play. It's not going to have the scope of a triple-A game. This, this Black Forest Games has never given any indication that that's what they're able to do. 
is Black perfect. Forest. Black Forest is headquartered in Germany. Jawohl. Uh, looks like their parent company is THQ Nordic, which THQ Nordic is a subsidiary of the Embracer Group. The Embracer Group is a bunch of money money dudes who have bought up like a third of the video game industry mm. uh, and are trying to make money off of it. They're the Embracer Group is the one that actually took the bought the THQ name and gave it to THQ Nordic, even though THQ Nordic or THQ had been defunct for years. So yeah, this I don't want to say it has a dubious dubious background, but they they have a lot of a lot they have they have a lot to prove. I, I guess is what I'm saying. Hmm. Uh, anything else before we move on? No, we're just you know, going to stay cautiously optimistic and hopefully that we'll get uh, some gameplay footage here soon. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's do a couple of real quick news hits. A few months ago, we talked or several months ago at this point, we talked about U2's uh, figures that were coming and those are out and on shelves now. They look really cool. The only problem is, is they're like 30 bucks. It's all for mm. the turtles. Well, apparently those did well enough that U2s is releasing a second set uh, based on the original comics. Yeah, it's going to be the yeah the four turtles based on the original comic, April based on the original cartoon, and then they're also going to have nine inch chibi plushies. Yeah, yeah, I'm not on board for the plushies. Uh, just so that is a bit too chibi for me. But these these figures just look cool, right? The problem they is they're thirty bucks a piece. Thirty bucks is too much. I mean, if it was thirty bucks for all of them, well, that would be. They're only four and a half inches tall, so they're about as tall as a pop figure, right? Maybe a little taller. Pop figures are what, twelve bucks? Yeah. This should be no more than 20, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, I had them, I had the original four pre-ordered, and I just couldn't justify spending 30 bucks on them. I won't be able to spend 30 bucks on these either, but they look cool. Yeah. There's one more piece of of uh, figure news that I want to throw at you and get your opinion on because it's okay. super weird uh, and very much in the vein of Funko weird. So Funko has been doing soda pop figures by and putting little figures into soda cans, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about that numerous times. Well, they just announced a new line that they're doing uh, that is figures inside of blockbuster boxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually branded with blockbuster, like blockbuster rewind, Mraw. and the figures are, you know, Funko is good at making adorable figures like that. That I can't deny them. I, I, this, this co-marketing with or co-branding with Blockbuster is weird. What do you think? I think it's kind of cool. Like I kind of dig uh, any, any, anytime you get products and stuff with gimmicks, you know, that's that's a selling point. I was like, oh, that's a cool looking VHS box. Yeah, I like that. I was like, what's inside? Oh, that's a cool turtle figure. You know, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> take it because nostalgia always sells. That's true. Yeah. 
oh, dude, I can I can get a a Dr. Ian Malcolm in a Jurassic Park VHS box. What? Uh, looks like Leonardo is the only one that has been announced so far. But if I know anything about Funko, mm-hmm. I'm sure they will fast follow with the other three at some point if these sell well enough. Uh, they're tw- they're appropriately priced at twelve dollars. That's not bad. So I might get this. This is super stupid. So I might. And there's also a chance of a chase, which is cool. Yeah. Um, we still have a few more pieces of news. Uh, one, the Mutant Mayhem DVD, Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray news uh, are currently available for pre-order on I guess on where Amazon you can get them and wherever they're wherever DVDs other, are sold other places uh, yeah. as well. Um, they've got some still books. There's probably going to be, you know, from time to time, there'll be like, you know, retailer exclusives. Target has some of those, uh, but it's, it's not for DVDs. It's mainly for Blu-ray or 4k for yeah. those different versions. Um, and uh, there'll be a still book for you. Still book fans. Um, no, uh, no release date, uh, but the pre-orders are up. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, if it's anything, to... if it's anything like the current state of 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 uh, home media, it'll prop from from screen to your house, uh, maybe three months, maybe two. That's being very. Uh... Well, it used to be nine. It used to be, and then it dropped to six, and then now it's down to three. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Come on, let's go. I don't see. I don't see that as a problem. <laughs> I don't either. It's great. I was like, what was who? What who needs a six month theatrical run these days? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't you see know. any 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 release dates on any of this stuff. So. Yeah. But you can pre-order your copy today. So, I've been very closely watching the, the Turtles, uh, Mutant Mayhem, uh, box office numbers on like an almost a daily basis. And while it's not where I would like it to be, it is technically a hit. If, if you go wide enough and, 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 and look at the numbers across the board as of today, as of today, domestically, it's made $74 million. It still has yet to break into the top two. Um, but it's on a production budget of 70 million. So it's made its money back, uh, not including uh, at, at like advertising. And that's just the movie itself. Uh, internationally speaking, it's broken the let's say worldwide. Yeah, internationally speaking, it's almost at 96 million. So it's it's going to beat some of the other entries in the movie series, which is good. Uh, the better news, though is that for the next two months, it's really going to have no competition. That's good. Uh, there are no major children's movies coming out until November. Ooh, wow. So uh, when kids say, take me to a movie, Mom, really the only choice they're going to have is Ninja Turtles, which I-, I guess that's a win by default. But as of tomorrow, it will have made more than TMNT. It's already oh, wow. made more than... Secret of the Use, it's made more than TMNT 3. It's 
not going to make as much as the 2014 movie. And it's probably not going to make as much as Out of the Shadows. I hope it would. Uh, now, it still has a lot of markets it hasn't opened opened in, so who knows? Uh, I, I don't know. But the real the, – the biggest news here is that when it comes to dollar-dollar bills, y'all, it has passed the $1 billion mark in retail sales. Wow. Or at least – the Mutant Mayhem push has pushed the Turtles franchise past the $1 billion sales mark. That's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's – we all kind of knew <laughs> that's where it was going to get its money. So I guess what I'm saying is the, the Turtles kind of accidentally ran into a steamroller when it comes to the box office uh, with this whole Barbenheimer thing. And while – it may look like it's not being it's not as successful as you would want a turtles movie to be mm-hmm. in the background it's printing money oh yeah yeah so i i don't see nickelodeon or paramount changing any any of their plans for this franchise it's i feel like it's going to be a slow burn with children so yeah i like i can't wait to get it on like be able to watch it at home like oh yeah i'm doing that 4k blu-ray combo i have almost bought it no i've almost saw went to saw it two two or three times i just haven't been able to pull my way myself away from the family but it's probably telling you lock everybody in the house slide pancakes under the door and go to see it (laughs) it's all they need it's all they need um that is the end of news you make sure yeah 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 Nope, one more piece of news. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, they well, when turns out when you don't do news for a whole episode, a whole bunch of stuff comes up. The '87 cartoon has been added to Pluto TV and YouTube. Yeah. And immediately, fans of the original show lost their collective minds because it's not an ideal version of it. Especially the YouTube one, since the the theme song has been replaced with the cover. Uh, the episodes are chopped down. Scenes are missing. I was like, eh, just watch the other version. Watch your, and this is why you hold on to your DVDs, folks. Um, the other versions are not, uh, do not appear to be edited on any other um, streaming. Um, I yeah. watched one the other night. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's just a YouTube thing. They don't want to get it like a copyright strike or something. I'm like, because that happens. That can happen to companies. Like, we own this. I was like, hey, you don't own that song. That's true. That's true. If, if so, they don't own the song, so they got to – YouTube will uh, demonetize the entire video if that song is in it. So Yeah, but that doesn't make that – de- but that doesn't explain the, the episode cuts. No, it doesn't. It's uh, really freaking it, weird. And it, 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 that could just be a like a content – like a, a Paramount content thing. It's like, hey, yeah. we, we don't support this content anymore, so we're just going to cut it out of the episode. I don't know. It's I, really stupid edits. It's like a uh, like a sci-fi channel back in the day when they would edit certain like uh, stuff that they would re- re-air and rerun. So I was like, don't do that. Don't be skeezy like that. Yeah, well, it made sense on broadcast TV because then because you're like, oh, cu- we need to fit two more commercials in here. Screw it. Cut two, t- cut four minutes out of this episode, you know. Yeah, but. I don't know. I don't know. It's 
if you just need a quick turtles fix, that's a fantastic way to get it. It's not ideal. It's not the ideal way to watch it. And it was never going to be the ideal way to watch it on either one of these platforms. So I would not waste any energy complaining to anyone about it. Yeah, because they turned the comments off on YouTube, apparently. So no, you can't complain. Yeah, just don't watch it. Like, yeah, that, that that's the easiest way to tell them you don't want to watch it. There is to not do it. <laughs> yeah, or give it a big thumbs down. Yeah. OK, Jeff, we have like one more piece of news, like last minute edition. Uh, yeah. Just 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 hit our uh, our news feeds. Jeff, what's going on with Shredder's Revenge? Well, we finally got a release date uh, for the upcoming DLC expansion, uh, August 31st. That's soon. Right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally two weeks from the day it was announced, like the, mm-hmm. the from the day the date was announced. So that's that's very soon. I like that. Me too. How much, and how much is it going to be? Seven ninety nine. That's a decent price. How much is the game? Like game's like, like 30, 30, 30, 30 to thirty four dollars. Thirty to thirty four dollars. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. And I can totally see that. So so it, let's see. It is August. Yeah. This is good news. What what other nuggets came out of this this announcement? Probably the absolute biggest nugget. Uh, we get a reveal of a new playable character. Kind of shocking. Uh, out of left field, I did not expect this, um, but we're getting Karai, not Lotus Blossom, right. Karai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, okay, all right. Well, do, would you like me to go first? Uh, go ahead and poo poo, so I can clean up the poo poo. I'm not. This isn't me poo pooing. I'm sure she's going to be fun to play with. I love Karai. Like this isn't yeah. me complaining about the character Karai. This seems like a decision made in a boardroom. They looked at a spreadsheet and somewhere on the spreadsheet, it pointed to her being the most popular female character that was not already playable. I, I don't, maybe because I don't know. there are so many other characters in front of her actually from the original cartoon, which is what the game is based on that mm. should have been playable before they even dreamed of adding Karai in, which was never in the original co- cartoon. So so not only are they reaching, they're reaching for a character that doesn't exist in the canon. So it, it's fine. Again, it, maybe maybe just the consistency part of my brain is kicking in saying, what? No, why? That's dumb. You know, she, again, this is this is not a reflection of the character at all. I, I love Karai. I really do. Mm-hmm. But. It's just a we, we come on, man. It's weird. It's it's absolutely weird. Like, I look at it like this. Like, it feels like if we got kind of like a merging of the comics and the 87 world, like in the sense of not so much as like Turtles Forever type deal, but with those first five episodes of the first season of the 80s cartoon, you know, they were. The turtles were confident in their skills and they were, they were pretty good. Uh, and it felt a little bit more, a tad more serious, you know, with some goofiness smathered in. And this kind of feels like a continuation of that. If they were able to merge 
those worlds uh, together. That's a reach. That's a pretty good reach. That's a reach. No, I'm saying you are reaching for a reason to justify this. <laughs> hey, look. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, they said, you know, we need another lady character. And then the like the marketing team came back and said, well, Irma is not a good choice. <laughs> we could do Karai. She wasn't in the show, but she's popular. I mean, we don't legit know how that went down. Uh, I don't know. But I'm I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, she looks yeah. amazing. She's got her moves from uh, tournament fighters. Um, we get to see more palette uh, swaps and we get to see some more uh, stages, including the Mirage stage. Everything's in black and white, including the turtles, except for their corresponding headbands. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to get if we're going to. Uh, get the addition of all red bandanas, which would be fun. Maybe, maybe. And, and, you know, when you mention tournament fighters, that's actually a better reason to do it. Yeah. Than anything else that we've talked about. It's like, Oh, she was in tournament, tournament fighters. There you go. Yeah. And she even has her tournament fighters outfit. Yeah. Well, two weeks. We'll, we'll probably talk about that game in two weeks. So going to be fun. Cool. Uh, all right, but there you go. That is the end of news. Yeah. <sighs> well, Jeff, we haven't even mentioned what the main topic is. Uh, and and I, I guess we'll wait until after the break to do that, huh? Thank you for listening to news uh, and, and what's in our boxes. Uh, we're now going to transition into our main topic. See you after the break. And we're back, Jeff. It's time for our main topic. It's time to feast. I am hungry. Yeah, it's it's time for Fan Fiction Fest 5. Uh, we've been doing this every year for five years, and every year I just assume we're not going to be able to find enough content to do it next year. But here I am in year five, proven wrong yet again. We have uh, I have combed the internets for fan-created works to talk about. In today's episode, uh, let's see, what what all do we have? We have some comics, we have some Insta- Instagram pages that of note, um, we have a couple of, or got a few YouTube videos that are kind of fan films, kind of not fan films. We're kind of playing fast and loose with exactly what fan fiction is this year, right? Sadly, no video games this time. Um, I found some yeah. ROM hacks that looked interesting that we might mm-hmm. talk about later. Um, but nothing that we could, you know, I could pull together, um, in time, uh, for this. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can do some video games next year, but yeah. today, uh, before we get started, I, I just want to ask, so I sent you all this stuff. I curated all this stuff, sent it to you. What do you just as a whole, how, how does it feel? How did it look? How was, how was it? I liked it. I, I I really enjoyed uh, this year's uh, feast uh, so far. Some pretty good uh, quality stuff. Cool, cool. I, I, I yeah, there is some good stuff in here. There are there is some stuff that I was not a huge fan of, but we're gonna go through each of these individually and we'll talk about them. Let's start with the most notable 
of all of them, and that is uh, what we – I actually talked about getting this in the mail a few – several episodes ago. Uh, TMNT 2030. It is a quote-unquote fan, <laughs> fan fiction book by Jim Lawson. To call a Jim Lawson book fan fiction is kind of insulting, but it it's so weird. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's he. It was self-produced. He he wrote the first chapter and included it as a backer reward in his Box City Wallops Kickstarter that he had a few years ago, and it was the reason I backed the Box City Wallops Kickstarter. I got nope. chapter I got book, I got chapter one and I was like hey, this is cool but who knows we'll probably never see the rest of it. Uh, but he wrote two more and wrote and, and drew two more chapters to it, bundled it all together in one book. And this past year in 2023 he printed a hundred a hundred copies, mm-hmm. and then was selling them at uh, at uh, comic cons that he was you know attending and. Via, you could reach out to him via email and actually buy a copy from him for like 30 bucks. And apparently he ran out of the 100 and had more printed because some people are receiving them. And it says like copy 137 of 300. So I think there's 300 out there now. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a bigger project than I think he even anticipated it being because uh, you actually sent me the, the details on this. But uh, our, our, I always don't know if I pronounce this right, but Arseniy Dubikov. Uh, the Russian guy who works with Andrew Modine to do all these uh, these just top shelf fan fiction books for the Turtles. They did TMNT Origin. They did TMNT Odyssey. They're in the middle of production on TMNT Shredder, and they picked up this book from Lawson because they've worked with him before. He's done a, a lot of the the art for their books, and they're doing a deluxe reprinting of it with 12 extra pages and a whole bunch of bonus stuff, and it's officially part of that turtle universe so like it's they have completely adopted this this fan book and arsenius is, is currently taking pre-orders for a hardback deluxe version so if you can reach out to him on on uh facebook you can actually order one i believe they're like 100 bucks I, I i don't know the exact price i haven't gotten that back from him yet but all of that before we even cover the book yeah and how freaking cool is this like to be able to channel uh well not channel but like get an actual mirage comics artist involved with this like this kind of stuff doesn't it might happen way more than we're aware of but (laughs) i i don't i don't know of many because it's all it's usually the big dogs and stuff we love independent indie comics um, but this is just so stinking cool, and I've enjoyed uh, the other ones that we've read a lot. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm really excited to to order the deluxe version. But we did read the the paperback, the you know the the trade version that that he sent uh, sent me when I bought it earlier this year, and I feel like it's the closest we're gonna get to. Anything volume four esque. Yeah. Um, anytime soon from anybody. What'd you think of team and T 2030? I, I loved it. Like I'm kind of regretting not getting this. Um, 
it was a really cool read and it's just really nice i love the fact that the cover's all green like the whole thing's green on the outside and of course it's black and white on the inside but um you know me i'm not a huge fan of this style of lawson's art mm-hmm. um but i you know everything that was presented you know he, he he does fantastic paneling and everything i just i i dug it a lot yeah yeah I, and I need to when see i first started reach out re- to him and get a copy <laughs> <laughs> hey you, you, it, it wouldn't hurt to try uh I when I first started reading Turtle stuff, I was not a huge fan of of Jim Lawson's art, but it has grown on me and it's it is so tied to like volume four in the back of my head that it felt like revisiting like a friend that I hadn't seen in 15 years. Oh, yeah. That nostalgia rap. Yeah. Yeah, and on so, the back, the logo, the a Jim Lawson comic, you know, mirroring that mirage. Mm-hmm. I like I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, as for the story, like I, I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but it does involve the mutagen that the turtles were initially mutated with evolving, which is something that I can pretty confidently say we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is the, t- the turtles in the year 2030. So each one is doing their own separate thing and it's, it's exciting catching up with all of them individually. Uh, I, re- I really like where he went with the story here. I do too. Um, it, it, it's, it's so much better than your standard. Oh, well the foot clan is angry again, or, uh, let's introduce some mutants. No, this is like an existential issue for the turtles that can and it's a story that really can only exist in the turtles universe mm-hmm. so i it's a really fun read i do suggest everyone go, go, go find a way to to read this i don't know of a digital way to read it right now the only way to read it is by buying it from jim lawson so i don't even know if he has any more copies left as of today today arsenyi actually announced that he's reprinting it via his his uh his russian studio so if you can track him down it's 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 his name is spelled a-r-s-e-n-i-y last name dubakov d-u-b-a-k-o-v and he is legit in russia but everything i've ever ordered from him has arrived with no problems so i'm not worried about it yes and he is like he he does writing and does art in these books, so he has he has some skin in the game. Um, any final words about Team and T twenty thirty? I you know I I I just at the end of it I was like I I, I need more. Yes, yeah, because yeah. like this would be a cool ongoing series. It really would. It would. Um, I'd like to think kind of like deep down that Laird has worked on a whole bunch of stuff that he's just not saying anything to anybody about or whatever. Maybe that he's like, you know, been well rested because we kind of do need a conclusion to this, you know, to all of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to get my hopes up though, you know, cause it's like, it's so many, it's, it's the pitfall that, that happens with so many creators, like especially for manga, and having, you know, 
hundreds and hundreds of issues and then something happens. I'm not I'm not putting that negativity out there. I'm just saying there's <laughs> works that go unfinished and no, heaven forbid, I'm like knocking on that wood. Uh you know, I I'd like to see a, a completion. It it, it yeah. just would be nice. Yeah, this this does re- renew my my want for a, a, a some some volume four closure, and j- just think like if if Peter Laird were to write four books to close out volume four, just to you know just tie up the the loose ends, we wouldn't ever bother him ever again. Yeah, ever. I mean, I'm I'm happy that he's biking and making pottery and all that other stuff. All the more 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 pottery power to you. <laughs> pottery, <laughs> pottery hey, power. I mean, I'll t- I'll buy a I'll buy a pot. Uh, TMNT twenty thirty is eighty five dollars for the hardcover oversized book, and it looks like it's shipping approximately October twenty twenty three. I would expect that to be late because all of their stuff is late, but who knows? Let's move on to our next book. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Legend of the Golden Shredder. So, you know, I'm all in these these turtles groups and stuff on Facebook and Instagram and and like I don't know how I stumbled on this one, but I stumbled on it on Instagram under because he has the Instagram handle of Golden Shredder. And this one I felt was the weirdest of the comics that we read. It definitely was odd and unusual. Uh because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there's very little, if any, actual turtles in it. Like I, I don't even think they're referred to as turtles; they're toitles the entire time. Yeah, there's like a toitle. That's about and it. oh yeah, there's there's one toitle. He's not ninja. He's got like this weird glow to him that the shredder straps to his chest, and the turtle's bulletproof, and the shredder is trying to get his helmet back from the Rat King. Like, there's a lot going on with familiar characters being used in really weird ways. Um, what'd you think of it? I enjoyed it for the 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 oddness, uh, you know that it that it was. Um, I just have so many questions. Why bulletproof turtle? <laughs> Why a turtle at all? I mean, because it, it's, it feels like you don't want to tell a story with a turtle in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. Um, yeah, but I, we dig I, we dig the weirdness. Yeah, I really like the art. Yeah, the art was very cool. Yeah, the art's really, really good. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Easter eggs in the graffiti in the book. And there's a lot of violence. The Shredder's using a gun, which is very out of character. And I, I think my only real just complaint is it kind of it ends extremely abruptly. You know, there's not really much closure to it. I know this is supposed to be book one. You know, maybe we'll get a Golden Shredder book two at some point. Uh, he did do two printings yeah. of it, so there there apparently are a lot of copies out there of the Legend of the Golden Shredder. Uh, but I'm I, like. As weird as it is and as odd of a you know character directions that you know they they take the shredder there is a a uh, a fierceness to that 
that shredder that we don't get to see a lot. He's just murdering dudes left and right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I can see how the characters would be scared of him because he's basically uh, unbeatable. And so so I, I, I left feeling very positive about the legend of the Golden Shredder. Ultimately, uh, I don't know of a way to digitally read this, you know, kind of like the kind of like the last book that I couldn't find a way to read it online. Um, you might be able to find a copy on like, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, might be able to find a copy on eBay. Uh, maybe try to message the Golden Shredder Instagram account, see if there's a way See if he has any more copies. I don't know, but uh, it's cool. You know, it, it, obviously a lot of work was put into it, and that's th- that's the very least we can ask, right? Yeah. Um. Anything else before we move on? Mm, no. Okay. Well, let's jump to the next comic. Uh, it is Team and T Kyodai. Kyodai. Kyodai? Kyodai? I'm, I'm not good Kyodai with that. sounds about right. Kyodai. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm not good at saying words. I should never host a podcast. Okay, yeah, so so Team and T, Kyodai, we, we decided it was Kyodai? Kyodai. Kyodai. This is another one that I found on uh, on Instagram, and, you know, I think, I think, I can't remember how much it was to buy, but it looked cool, so I bought it. Uh, it is set, looks like, or it's hinted at that it's set after the events of the first movie, uh, which is cool. Uh, the, the the first movie tends to be much more iconic than we even give it credit for when it comes to influencing Turtles fans. Turtles fans love that first movie, and we actually see that bear out in these these fan comics that we're talking about today. Yeah. Yeah, the, it has an assassin that comes and actually kills Splinter. At least that's how I interpret it. Splinter's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, Splinter dies. Casey's in it. Tatsu's in it. The The art is very, very dark and very stylized uh, in a way that is right up my alley. It's very Mike Mignola, uh, creator of Hellboy style. Ah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. And, you know me, like, I'm, I don't really, the, the straightforward turtle designs just don't really do much for me. And hyper realistic, you know, uh, let's put wraps all over their arms and stuff like that. None of that really does much for me. But this kind of like high art, super stylized stuff is right, right in the sweet spot for me. And I, I don't. I don't want to say that the story in this is absolutely phenomenal. You know, it's it's fine. It's fine. like there's there's nothing really wrong with it. It's got a it's got a really good tone to it, really good mood to it. But the the real highlight for me is the art. Oh yeah. What about you? I really enjoyed it um, a lot. Uh, the artwork was was very nice. I didn't really like how some of the turtles looked mm-hmm. as much. Um, which you know, in some scenes look like they skipped leg day. Um, like, oh no, the most important day. Um, it's, it's, it's just, that's just, that's what you get when you 
create like highly stylized stuff, stuff that doesn't look real. It's not supposed to look real. It's supposed to look like a character. Yeah. I mean, there's like one panel that has Donatello running and it just looks. <sighs> He's got the, the baby legs. <laughs> it's the best way I can put it. Hmm. Yeah. And it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. What'd you uh, think of the story? It was, it was interesting. It seems like something that would, you know, it could be in an animated series or, you know, a part of a movie. Yeah. We don't, we just don't get enough. Like I would like to see, uh, you know, a comic book, uh, based off the movie, like, uh, the, you know, the story continues like where it was originally going to go and, you know, and that, that would be nice. That yeah, that like that sounds like something that if you whispered that specific sentence into someone's ear at IDW, they'll immediately greenlight it. You know, yeah. Um, but th- this this is kind of fits the bill. Uh, it, it does kind of go a bit sideways, but I, I again I, I appreciate this a lot for several different reasons. I, it's not as good as the 2030. I'm not, and I'm not saying we should be comparing these. Like, what's the best one we read? But right, it just doesn't hit as hard as as previous uh, fan books that we've had, right? Um, anything else to say about Kyodai? Uh, I said it right it, that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just uh, it was it, it was a fun read, uh, for sure. Um. And we had like on point Casey uh, in here, you know, looking like, you know, he's supposed to, but without his mask. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some kind of new, I don't want to say a new villain or like a new grunt or something like, you know, I don't want to give away too much of the story, but hey, Master Splinter does a Hadouken. Uh, <laughs> basically. So, so we didn't want to spoil the story. We didn't want to spoil the story, but we totally said Splinter dies and he does a Hadouken. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's just resting. He's just resting. They don't kill him. He's fine. Uh, apparently there is going to be a – this person also is stating that there's going to be multiple chapters. So we'll see. Maybe there's another one coming. I, I don't know. Uh, I think yeah. this came out this year or last year. It was. It's pretty recent that this was released. Yeah, I think it was this year. Um, but I like it. Um, let's continue with the comics since we're doing that. Uh, okay. The most recent one that I found is TMNT Amnesiacs. Uh, and this one uh, I, I actually found in a Facebook group. I stumbled upon it because someone posted and said, I found this on eBay. Is this a real comic or a fan thing? And... I immediately was like, I don't recognize that. What is it? Saw that it was a fan comic, immediately bought it on eBay, and then found out I could have just read it online. <laughs> well, hey, look, you got it. Yeah, like I, I, I have the, the physical copy, so, so I, collector's edition, right? Yeah, I don't know, but you can, you can totally buy it on, on. I think you can still buy it on eBay. There's still some, some, uh, some copies available of Team and T Amnesiacs. And it it's called The Chronicles of Casey Jones. Uh, it's current. You can read it on Webtoon.com. Uh, 
And that's a that's a pretty handy way to read comics. I've I've come to find out uh, because it actually has a reader built into the browser. Like it's it's pretty good to go. Let's talk about the the, the actual story though. This one is also set after the original movie. Uh, it actually talks about the shredder being killed in the back of a garbage truck. Uh, that the turtles are trying to you know, put their life together after the events of the movie. And then there's a big explosion. And that after that, things just go sideways specifically for Casey Jones, who has amnesia. Uh, he, he wakes up in a, in a, a hospital bed or yeah, basically a hospital bed in a facility. They don't know who he is. He doesn't know who he is. And the rest of the comic is him trying to figure that out. What'd you think of this one, Jeff? I enjoyed this one a lot. The artwork was fantastic. Like definitely trying to mirror, um, you know, that, that early Mirage style. Um, like if you, you know, if you didn't tell me this wasn't, you know, a, a Mirage comics comic, I would, you know, I wouldn't have known. I can see that. And you're right. It it is heavily styled after the original Mirage comics. I don't think I liked this one at all. Really? Was it, it I mean it it did some stuff it did seem to kind of drag it out a little too much. Um, yeah. It it meandered. It didn't make much sense. Uh if it's set in the movie universe, it's clearly ignoring the fact that the Seeker of the Use happens, but at the same time using a character from Seeker of the Use like yeah it, and uh, meanders is the right word like the entire book him, him and april both conveniently have amnesia and are conveniently at the exact same facility the kino character who is now a nurse at the facility or orderly at the facility conveniently also has all of Casey's equipment. Like it's, 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 it's real hard to follow. And I will say that the art is fantastic. Yeah. Like that, that the, the, the creator could definitely hang their head on that. They did a very good job of recreating the style of a mid eighties black and white comic. And, I'm curious to see where the story goes, because at the end of this, at the end of it, it does feel like they're finally getting to a point. And if they can carry that into book two or book three and and, and it's it's not it's not complete garbage. Mm-hmm. There There is there is some, you know, there's nuggets of, of, of wonderfulness to this thing. It's just uh, it's it was kind of hard. It was kind of hard to get through. And I, I, of course, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus or be mean to a, you know, independent creator. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to give my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I, this is definitely not something I could ever do. So they will have a leg up on me. Uh, but this was released this year. Looks like it's Fu, Fu Tekigo Studios, Fu Tekigo Studios. And yeah, it's, they even have a, a name for the next issue called The Refuge. So, uh, any other thoughts on amnesiacs? Yeah, there's, if you, if you read it on, um, webtoon, there, there is 
a section in the images that gives you a kind of a preview of what the next issue is going to look like. And uh, spoiler alert, it looks cool, just like issue one. So uh, if anything, it's going to look great. Yeah. Can't take that from it. Um, One more comic book, Jeff. Okay. This one is very short. It is also on webtoons.com. Uh, it is called Stained Shinobi, a TMNT story. And this one I did not find a, a, a physical copy of. I don't even know if it would work as a physical copy because the whole story is kind of told in a vertical format, I think. Or at least it feels like it's told in a vertical format. I don't see page breaks here. Um, and it's very short. It's very violent. It doesn't even have much narration. It's set in the 2012 universe and stars Leonardo and the Shredder. And it gets to the point very, very fast with very uh, stark, single-toned panels and high violence. Like, th this feels like it was drawn by someone who watched the 2012 cartoon as a kid, and by the time they became 18 or an adult, they were like, I have a passion for these characters. I want to write something that's more adult. What do you think? I wouldn't expect it to go that dark. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but I was like, whoa. Um, it was it was definitely interesting. I don't you know, we don't come across too much 2K12 stuff, right. uh, which is, is a shame. We should. Um, but, you know, um, it's definitely an interesting take on like Leonardo in the sense of like trauma mm -hmm. and what he's, you know, what he's had to deal with, with his, this battle during this battle with the shredder. Um, and it was, it was super, it was super emotional, uh, a read. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, this one actually felt like it had something to say, mm -hmm. you know, the, the others felt like, people passionate about the turtles wanting to, and wanting to tell a story. This one feels like they understand the, the nature of trauma and how it would affect the, you know, Leonardo as a turtle, especially in the events of this, this short little comic that we have. I loved this one. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it as well. Yeah. Uh, this one is also, <laughs> advertised as episode one. Uh, it was released December 31st of 2022. Uh, I don't know if that's a placeholder date. December, December 31st feels like a placeholder date, but I, I, I like this one a lot. The, the, the art is just very, just very deliberate art and you don't need words when you tell a story like this. And there are words. There is a dialogue between, the shredder and, and, and Leonardo, but it's very much about the ferocity of the artwork. Yeah. And it's, and we don't get that kind of ferocity out of 2012 turtles ever. So I appreciate that. Indeed. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we move on? Mm, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to include a link to this in, uh, in the show notes just, and also any of these that I found digitally, I'm going to include 
uh, a link to that way you can read them because uh, you know regardless of how i feel about any of them if someone put the time in and the effort in and their talent and tears and sweat into putting these together turtles fans should should check should should check them out 100 percent agree yeah um what do you want to talk about next? Do you want to let's see, you want to peruse Instagram before we get to the, the yeah, videos? We can do that. Yeah. Okay. So this guy's art, uh, Richard Chen. Uh, he runs the Instagram account Richard Chen Draws, and that's Chen C H E N. Uh, again, link will be in the notes. And he's a Toronto Toronto. These are dir- directly out of his bio. Toronto-based creative. Uh, for film, animation, and entertainment, uh, he did the art direction for Netflix's Next Gen and Maya and the Three. So he he is apparently a professional when it comes to uh, art uh, and art direction. And a lot of his his Instagram page is like his interpretation of a Ninja Turtles story, animated story. Uh, they're all still panels. A lot of them are kind of drawn. Most of them are drawn as if they are movie posters. And there's not usually like he includes a long panel of dialogue with each one, but it's not like he's telling a specific story. Most of it is just capturing moments, capturing moods and capturing like a, 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 vi- a visual that has a feeling to it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so many of his drawings are, they feel exactly like what I want out of a mature Ninja Turtles movie. Because it, a lot of them speak to their, uh, their upbringing. It speaks to them being l- lonely teenagers in you know the sewers of new york uh there are new and interesting uh like oh what's the word i'm looking for interpretations like like in in one of them Raphael has a sleeve tattoo which we've never even explored the idea of whether or not turtles can get tattoos let alone him have one in a movie you know right so Obviously, I don't know or even think anything will ever materialize out of this. I don't, I don't think he's trying to make a movie here. But as it is on Instagram by itself, it's its own like it's its own creative endeavor. And I really dig it. What about you? I, I loved it. Like I'm sitting here just like looking through it and I'm just like I would totally like watch this on Netflix or, you know, straight to home video, whatever it is. Like, it's a very fascinating take and just like piecing the story together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if Shredder, it, not Shredder, if Splinter wasn't alone in knowing the turtles and them growing up and they're introduced to a family and they grow, they all grow up, you know, kind of together. And then of course they, when they go out into the world at night, you know, they're, you know, in, you know, your typical, you know, type street gear with jackets and hoodies and stuff like that. And, um, 
it's such an interesting take that I just it, I'm hungry for more. And I really, really, really like this style. Like it would be, it's very kind of gritty, but yet, you know, it still has that hand-drawn feel to it. Um, and it feels like it could be, you know, kind of based off that first movie uh, from the '90s. Uh, yeah. Style. And there's like even a panel where Michelangelo is feeding the cat. Um, you know, and just. Go and check this guy's art out. Give him some praise. This is just beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, like, if anything, it's just hyper cool, man. Yeah. I think there's might maybe even some animated panels. Um, it's kind of uh, hard to... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard. There's a lot here. There is absolutely a lot here. Um, But, uh, yeah, I, I think you said it right. This, this would work as a... Netflix style or I guess Paramount Plus style series, you know, just like give give an artist a bunch of money, not a, not a bunch of money, but, you know, a streaming shows worth of money to say, take the turtles and do what you do with them, because th- this type of art and this type of story is not going to fly on a Hollywood big screen. Fans aren't yeah. going to let that happen. But it does work on a much smaller scale like a, a a five episode miniseries on a streaming platform, mm-hmm. you know, tell your five arc story. If it's a big hit, tell another one. Yeah. If it's not, it'll exist, you know, in perpetuity on that streaming service or for us to enjoy. And it's awesome that they would green light something like that. I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but this guy has the chops and he has the experience. Yeah. And, yeah. and and that that that's why this seems so there's so much hope behind it because he is a professional. So I dig it. I dig it a lot. Uh I, I I know it's 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 unique to just be like, go to an Instagram page and look over that stuff, but that's what this is. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's no less important than any of the other stuff just because it's an Instagram account. Uh anything else before we hit up this next Instagram account? Uh, you know, the, the art just kind of like, it, 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 it engulfed me and like kind of, you know, wrapped me like a warm blanket. Like I was happy to see, like scan and look at every single piece. Um, I just, I'm, I'm hungry, hungry for more. Like I, I, I want to see this, you know, so go to his page. We'll have it in the show notes. Go look at all of this beautiful artwork. Praise him. Tell him the shellhead sent you. Uh, and, <laughs> Tell him shellhead sent you. <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, maybe even uh, tag us in some of the you know. Hey, the shellhead sent me. Uh, talked about your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, that's cool. Uh, the other Instagram page uh, that uh, we wanted to point out was, has has less of a serious feel to it. A lot a lot more fun. This one is Baxter's Laboratory. And his bio is uh, TMNT NECA enthusiast, mutant sympathizer, customizer, and I don't do commissions, which I can totally respect. Yeah. So basically he does custom figures. He takes existing figures, changes them around, does cool stuff with them. And there a lot of there are a lot of real, real big standouts here. Um, 
one of them being he put Bowser's head on Slash's body, which is really funny. Um, yeah. He did a run of uh, Black Turtles with Rainbow Plastron and masks for like Pride Month. He has done a uh, what, what is this a samurai triceraton? Reminds me of Siri uh, from the comics. There's a, a a custom. He's calling this mythic Leg, mythic legions ground chuck, which is really cool. Uh, there's a really, I'm sure you'll appreciate this. The mythic legions Krang mm-hmm. just, I, I don't know where he's pulling all these parts from, but they're really gnarly. It's some pretty incredible, like ingenious stuff. Like I don't even know how much money this dude spent on like multiple figures. Cause there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and most of the stuff on his page is custom. Yeah, there's even a, a, a NECA 80s uh, Last Ronin. Yep, yep. There's a custom ice cream kitty. Yeah. On his page. There's uh, how, there, the the neutrinos in Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Just, just really inventive stuff. Uh, oh, hey, Ace Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and slave Leia April. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, man. Like before NECA could get around to doing them, he actually did, uh, four, like the four turtles intergalactic wrestling outfits. Yeah. Which I don't want to say they look better than the NECA ones, but they look fantastic and they are based on the NECA tune turtles. So yeah, that that's what he pulled. That's what he used to, 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 customize them it's it's just a really cool account and you know back to what i was saying a few minutes ago like just because it's a bunch of pictures of figures that he made doesn't diminish the effort and the talent that you you have to have to even do any of this yeah and he deserves the attention because this is so cool most definitely you know so he's got about 500 posts most of them are ninja turtles uh related uh, a lot of them are 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 um, holiday themed for different holidays. So yeah, go go check them out. Again, it's Baxter's Laboratory on Instagram. Give them a follow, and that does it for the Instagram pages that we want to look at. The last three things we have, I'm going to let you introduce. Oh, they are the fan videos on YouTube. Uh, that I've come across this year and they, when it comes to length, uh, they aren't very long. And I would say some kind of barely qualify as fan films in, in some cases, but we'll see. What's the first one we want to talk about? First one is yet again. And we, I think we've had one of these during every feast, a Casey Jones, uh, TMNT fan film. Yeah, yeah. He is the easiest character to create in real life. <laughs> it turns out. So making a fan film, you know, with him is 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 something that any film student can do pretty, you know, not necessarily easily, but it's within their means. Uh, what'd yeah. you think of this one? 
it was interesting. Um, basically, Casey's, you know, interrogating, uh, uh, you know, a, a grunt, um, trying to find out where somebody's, uh, some, somebody's that's been kidnapped. Trying to find out where they are goes a little crazy. It, it has some quick, kind of in-your-face surrealistic, like I don't want to say artsy type weird vibes to it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't know of a, of a better term to use to describe it. Um, maybe something out of um, what was that movie with Johnny Depp? Uh, was it Leaving Las Vegas? Oh no 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 no! I know the one you're talking about. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah 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 yeah, close enough. Uh, yeah. And so you got like some kind of weird fish, you know, fish lens, like close up deals, like quick cuts or whatever. Um, and uh, he's he's playing good cop with this guy. And I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil. We're not going to spoil who bad cop is. But I'm like, what? <laughs> Uh, it was a very interesting choice. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we kind of have to spoil who the bad cop is because I was going to – this is from Burning Lake Productions, right? Yeah. And and we've talked about a Burning Lake Productions video before. If you don't want to know who it is, it's la, 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 just you – know, yeah, skip, skip forward 30 seconds. Um, yeah. It's – and the other video from Burning Lake Productions was The Rat King. And so this is like a crossover with his own TMNT fan film. So, yeah. But we've we talked about that in a previous fan fiction fest. So I guess you can you, those of you who landed here from 30 seconds ago, we're not going to spoil it. But you've probably seen the video if you follow us closely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like this is this is yet another quality Casey Jones and I, I liked the dude who was playing Casey Jones in this one. I don't think he looks like him. Yeah. But he plays the part well. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Um it's about four minutes and what, three seconds? So it's it's not too much to digest. Yeah. Uh but it but it does look like most of these Casey fan films or most of the Turtles fan films look like something that uh young and upcoming film film students are trying to cut their teeth on and I support every single one of them. Like this is a Casey Jones is a great character to cut your teeth on as a filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the next one, Jeff? The next one is the last Ronin animation. Yeah. We talked about this one. I think we have, I think we like mentioned it like briefly. Yeah. So what's this about? It's basically like a segment from the comic but just in animated form um, mm-hmm. of the last Ronin you know getting ready to off himself because he feels like he's you know failed his brothers um it's beautifully animated you know for a uh, a fan project and I was like I I want this as a movie like we we did discuss it um it's like I it just left me wanting more. Yeah, I, I I don't know what I said last time we talked about this, but I don't hate it. Don't, don't get that. I sighed, which makes it sound like I didn't like it. I did like it, but I stopped short of saying I want more, you know, because 
this is very much a proof of concept is what it is. And it works as a proof of concept, but I, I don't know. Like once you get this into a team of people who have done these types of things before, a lot of changes need to be made for this to, to go wide yeah. when it comes to like character design and like this, this, this the way this, this, um, 3d model is built does it is it built in a way that works for ninja fighting you know is it built in a way to emote the way that's necessary for to to carry an entire film or an entire tv show no yeah like that's why i say proof of concept like it's 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 it looks really good on paper but it's also orchestrated very carefully to fit on that one sheet of paper you know and that's fine. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. I just don't think we can look at it and say, ah, oh, this is a smaller piece of a bigger thing that we're not seeing. No, it's it's a small piece of a small thing that we're seeing, and it looks really cool. Uh, and if anything, it's things like this that uh, will and obviously have encouraged Nickelodeon to put money into Last, Last Ronin projects. You know, if, if if fans are going out of their way to create this out of literally nothing, we might need to v- green light a video game. You know, so 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 good comes from this kind of stuff, but I, I you know, I, I I don't expect it to any anything more to come of it than this. I like it though; it's cool. Yeah, I dig it. This uh, and it's only about four minutes. So, again, these these aren't super long things. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think that's all I have. That's all I have. Yeah. For that one. It's a cool little nugget of cool that apparently he's selling posters for. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, man. Make that money. Make that art money, you know. Uh, You can buy a T-shirt. A T-shirt that says The Last Ronin. Uh, No, it doesn't even say The Last Ronin. It just has a picture of a statue of that 3D model. And there's a poster that says the last run in animation. Dude, get, get, get your cash. Do it. I'm not, I'm not pooping on that. It's just really funny to me. Um, yeah. One more. What's this last one? This is one you threw at me. Yeah. So, uh, a, a YouTuber, uh, or at least a guy on YouTube, uh, by the name of John Lankins, uh, did kind of like a, like we said, like a you know proof of concept, uh, like fifteen second, uh, video. Um, he he wants to create a uh a film or an episodic uh series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh it's he went with Donatello uh test footage, and it looks like the next evolution of the uh the Jim Henson uh designs with you know a kind of a modern flair to it uh and, and donnie is fighting uh three foot soldiers and my jaw dropped at this like it's beautiful it's exactly what i would want to see in a movie like dare i say i'm okay with there not being more live action movies like if we got a hyper realistic cgi film i would i would go to that in a heartbeat like like when you watch it i think you'll understand why like it's just the lighting and everything is just 
so nice and the foot soldiers look great like i i immediately want more of this yeah yeah when i saw this i was like oh this is tailor-made specifically for jeff yeah that's exactly <laughs> how a game a game should look too like, let's get this in the game you know yeah uh yeah i i fall very much in the proof of concept thing here like does it look really cool absolutely uh, is this what so many people are clamoring for? Absolutely. I, I just don't. I don't know if enough people are clamoring for it to justify its, you know, with it it to go wide. And it is. It's a 15 second video. There's only 13 seconds of footage. Yeah, I mean, it has had 7.4k uh, views. No, I'm sorry. 255k oh, yeah, views. Uh, this came out like seven months ago. Yeah, yeah. That's but that's not a lot. Hey, look for the it's, only video being you know for the only video on that channel. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, it, I, I'm not going to dispute that this the, this it does look really cool. The the fighting does look like it has a weight to it. But to see test footage and say, we got to make a full thing, it's like, slow down. Can this guy write? Can this guy, vo- like, direct voice actors? Can this guy do anything other than a really cool-looking animatic? Hey, look. We don't know. <laughs> Let's just get it going. You know, g- give the, give this guy a team of people who know what they're doing. You know, don't just full-on say, go for it, John. I mean, I can tell that the like I just I, in my heart I feel like this guy doesn't just want a yacht. <laughs> I'm gonna milk that for and you should years. But there's there's a large there's a large gap between guys that just want yachts and guys who are super passionate about Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. There's a huge gap there, and that gap has all different levels of talent. This guy's talent is clearly in making things look cool. And but you need a lot of different skill sets to make this happen on a much grander scale. I mean, he does do design direction for film and television, including okay. Deadpool 2. Does what he? We do in, what we do in the shadows. Let me see. I'm see. looking at his website right now. And you will be too. Design, oh, design direction. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's exactly what I just said. He clearly knows what to do to make things look cool. Iron Man 3, Ant-Man. To make things 4. look cool. Yeah. Which, I, I said that up front. I'm not taking that away from him. He can clearly did, make things yeah. look cool. But that is a small portion of the production of a, of, of, of a film or TV show. Yeah. So I like it, but it's 13 seconds. It's hard for me to, it's, it's hard for me to go to bat for 13 seconds. Yeah. Jeff, this literally dropped like the 48 hours after we got done recording. But you know, the very last video that we watched in this fan fiction fest that we're going through, yeah. Well, the homeboy dropped another t- t- test footage. Did Man, you see it? 
Did you see yes, it? Yes, I've watched it at least uh, ten times. Yeah, so it's 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 John Likens again, or Johnny Likens if you, if you go by you know some of the internet, and this time it's of Leonardo. And oh boy, is this more than twelve seconds? More than thirteen seconds? I'm thinking as we go forward, like we got two more turtles to get to. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to get more minutes as we go forward. But did my freaking jaw drop? Absolutely beautiful, just like the you know the Donatello. Um, there were. On his Instagram, there was some like test footage, and it showed uh, it's him fighting some foot soldiers. In this mm-hmm. version, they're robots, <laughs> but in that preliminary, I'm like, oh no, those those are those are man people, <laughs> <laughs> and those are arms <laughs> with blood. So I wonder if there'll be an alternate version, but it's just you can tell there's a lot of love and care. And heart and passion for the for the turtles here, and this is the movie I want now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna change what I said before. Like this is absolutely awesome looking, uh, but it can be the coolest looking thing on the planet. But if the story sucks, it doesn't matter, you know. So I, I would love for Nickelodeon to see these and throw him some money or at least hire him as the visual director on something, yeah. you know, cause, cause he clearly knows what he's doing. Uh, I like that. These are robots. Yeah. For the simple fact that it makes it easier for Nickelodeon to digest. Yeah. Like it, it regardless of how we feel, they bought a children's property when they bought the turtles and if Nickelodeon sees this and he's chopping the arms off of real people, yeah, they're probably like they would be it faster to like copyright strike it than they would to be like, hey, man, come work for us. So so them being a robot is actually gives the story more potential freedom to be more violent. Yeah, because let's say this does get picked up. Let's say they call him up and they're like, Hey, we want to hire you to be the blah, blah, blah for a movie that we're creating. And like they write the movie to be a PG 13 movie. If they want it to be this violent, they have to be robots. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 and, and also it, it, the turtles being cold blooded assassins is that's a novel thing that disappeared after like, issue one of the book, but them having some sort of code of like, we're going to not ki- just murder people left and right. Mm-hmm. There's some value to that. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, this looks amazing. This looks, I would like, I'm of two minds. One, technically it doesn't look as good as the Donatello footage, but from a, like a fight scene standpoint, it has better cin- cinematography. And See, better I think, I, and better choreography. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think both are equal. Like, I think they both look great. They both look great, but watch them both back to back. The Donatello one does look better, like from a from like a te- technical specification standpoint. Yeah, but that's like saying a game looks better on PC when you've been playing it on PS5. Like, they both look great. It doesn't really matter. 
<laughs> yeah. One one thing that I there there's there's some some bits of personality injected into this, like real quick. Like you see Leo pacing back and forth, and he just kind of like flicks flicks you know his right his right sword. I was like, it's like I I, I like that. This is a little little just a little touch of detail to that. He's like, okay, how am I going to do this? Who's mm-hmm. who? Who am I taking out first? And he's like, he's thinking, he's thinking, and it's not just here's a fight scene. There's that little delicate kind of balance of like nuance to it. Yeah. Yeah. Then when they, when, when they cut to his, or when he cuts to the stance and he adjusts his grip just a little bit before, before striking. It's, it's freaking chef kiss, man. It really is. It really is. Like, and that's like the only two videos on his page. It doesn't matter. Uh, Let's see. It's already gotten 2.9 K views in 11 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this guy's going hard. This guy wants this job. He's an industry professional. Like, he's just choosing the wrong time to do this. I don't, I don't know. I think it's the right time because Turtle Mania is back, baby. Yeah, but they just rebooted the franchise. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't <laughs> they mean just they just rebooted it. It doesn't mean they can't make this into like a TV series or something. Uh, that would or... be very expensive. Look, very, very expensive. Uh, I mean, throw the, get, throw all the money at this man. They're not. <laughs> he still has to work within a budget. <laughs> no, it is. Still, <laughs> give this man some money. He's oh, Hollywood, a... Hollywood has it. If they're out there buying freaking yachts and can't pay their writers uh, a fair wage, yeah, they got plenty of money. They they ain't hurting. The industry's not hurting. The industry's not hurting because they don't pay anybody anything. That's how it exactly. works. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, Back up that dump truck full of cash. <laughs> yeah. What we need to be doing is like spamming the Jost brothers with these test videos. Yeah, I'm like, this is what we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, like, it sounds like that's what they kind of want as well. Assuming this movie still happens, you know. Uh, yeah, we just need to be spamming the, the Jost brothers with these going, hey, hey, you've seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? I know you're on strike right now, but have you seen this? So just jaw droppingly, just beautiful. Yeah, just again, it, it, I'm, I'm going to say it one last time, then I'll shut up about it. But looking cool is awesome, but it is such a it, it's one piece of a much larger puzzle. But when it comes to looking cool, this dude has it down. Yeah. Like it definitely feels like it could be taking place maybe after the, I don't want to say directly after the first movie, like maybe five years after or something like just ignore secret of the use. Um, and let this be like the proper sequel. Nah, go full reboot, man. Full you know. reboot. That way you no, can have no. a, yeah, no, no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't touch it. No. Yeah, full reboot. Um, because then you can tell a different story and still have Shredder. Mm, well, maybe. Because how do you explain the foot soldiers just magically being robots now? Karai. Okay, getting, so getting so is revenge with back, so is you know, Karai the main bad, main main bad person here? Maybe. 
Maybe Shredder didn't die. Blah 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 blah. He's coming back. He just Actually, needs time to heal. You know. I do really like the idea of Karai coming over from Japan and uh, hiring Baxter Stockman to basically get the foot in line by just making them into robots. Yeah, and then bringing Shredder back. No, no, no. Karai could be the Shredder. They need clones, really ugly ones. Oh, do you think just have them do the whole worm Shredder storyline? Oh, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I just I know that the Internet is has exploded with like people just going crazy over this footage. And they're like, this is this is everything that we want. Make this happen. If they can make freaking Rosario Dawson become Ahsoka Tano, we can make this happen. So make your voices heard. Shell heads. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, you can bully Disney into doing things. You, it's it's harder to bully other companies into doing things. But this is – who is this? This is uh, Viacom, which is Paramount. Paramount. Didn't, yeah. Is that who did Sonic? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, yeah, we can totally bully Paramount. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll link, of course, all these in the, in the, the show notes. Yeah, I don't see any other. That's everything for our Fan Fiction Fest 5. Uh, keep them coming in, man. I, I I love that there's so many fan works in, 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 in the world out there. And they're with with even more. Um, with more fans coming in with the newer versions of the Turtles, we can just expect there to be more and more and more and more of this. It's it's not getting any smaller, and that's that's a good thing. Any final thoughts, Jeff? Uh, you know, I always look forward to these. Um, you know, it, it's like you know what you know. We never know, you know, what it's going to be. You know, there's there's some good, there's some bad. You know, um, but this one, I you know, this one was uh, this one was pretty good. Uh, I was kind of bummed no video games, but well, you know, we'll. Those are getting kind of slim pickings. <laughs> Video games um, are hard to make. <laughs> yeah, or even if it's a ROM hack, um, you know. But we're, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for stuff. We, we so. could have, we could have done some ROM hacks had I wanted to put more work into gathering some stuff, but I didn't want to. So maybe, maybe next year I'll, I'll prioritize do, you know, finding some yeah. ROM hacks. We'll have something put together. All right. Well, uh, what's our next segment, Jeff? Next time on Shellheads. Oh, speaking of The Last Ronin, uh, The Last Ronin, The Lost Years, just ended. They, they released the last issue a couple weeks ago, so we are going to read all of those and discuss them next time. Yeah, so so we're, we're look at us talking about relevant Ninja Turtles topics. Mm-hmm. Like several episodes in a row here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so I, I guess if you want to read along, check those out um, wherever you buy your comic books. Jeff, uh, where are you going to be while they are reading The Last Ronin? I'm going to be at the Warp Zone Arcade, uh, Mississippi's premier arcade, uh, where we do retro game restoration. We clean and uh, restore uh, classic uh, cartridge-based games. Um, make them work like new with stuff that's designed to clean them. I've been doing that for you know 12 plus years. 
we have classic uh, arcade goodness uh, to enjoy um, and modern stuff to enjoy as well. Um, and we do uh, birthday parties, events, and more. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and Twitch. We'll be I'll be doing some more um, you know Ninja, Ninja Turtles uh, playthrough uh, eventually. Um, but if you're in the area, want to come and game, uh, you know, please do. We're always adding new stuff uh, to our our lineup. Um, and where can we find you, Sergio? We are just over halfway through our run of Downset Drip on YouTube. Uh, it is the NFL Jersey video podcast that uh, Reality Breached is currently uh, producing. We had a Shellheads fan actually reach out to uh, Downset Drip and, and offer to, to let me come on his his uh, NFL podcast and talk jerseys and football with him uh, his name's andrew uh and it, it was the duct tape dynasty hmm. page on uh, youtube you can look it up uh, you'll see my my fat face on there uh, we, we talk about nfl jerseys for this upcoming season uh it i i love talking so i so much love talking about bad and good uniforms i feel like i know i'm so smart when it comes to it i really don't know if i'm an expert but i feel like i'm one then you are there you go yeah so so check out down downset drip on youtube uh episode five came out last friday episode six will be out this next friday they are falling at a pretty steady clip i am very very proud of the work that i put into it so I hope you enjoy it as well. That'll do it. That's the end of Shellheads episode, whatever episode this is, 122? That sounds right. Tune in next time. Follow us on all of our socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And follow us individually on our socials. That way you can hear what we say about other stuff. Otherwise, we'll be back in about two weeks. I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast, visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.